Yo, what's going on everybody? It's your guy Hoodie Craig bringing you the Chronicles of Hoodie Craig podcast episode one. Uh, you know the pilot, if you will. But uh, if you know me, you know I'm part of the It's a Rap crew. Uh, you know, we drop every Monday on Spotify, iTunes, same place you'll be able to catch this one. Uh, but I decided to do something a little different on this one. You know, we're going to be talking about uh, sports. But when we touch on sports, it's going to be kind of like some off-field stuff, more as on the field or on the court and stuff, you know, like free agency, the draft. And I figured it was a good time uh, to launch this with the NFL free agency kicking off with some major news to drop in today. Uh, so we're going to also talk about, like, music, movies, video games, pop culture, touch on, like, current events nationally and locally here in Louisville area where I'm from, uh, 502. And I'm also going to be bringing some different people along the way, uh, so you'll get to know some of the people like I talk to and kick it with. Uh, we're also going to be taking on uh, like some guests, like local talent, such as like rappers, comedians, other podcast hosts, and whatnot. You know, there's other people around the city doing dope shit that I want to give a shout out to uh, to put on for the city. Uh, you'll hear the Eric and Danny on this one as well too. I'll bring them on sometimes. Uh, but other than that. You can catch me on there, and you can catch me on here. And if you know me, then you know I've taken a couple of weeks off due to the birth of my baby girl. Who, uh, And that's why I'm kind of low tonight, because her mama's upstairs asleep. So I'm trying to be low. I figured this is nice and quiet. I get down here and do my thing. Um, so, But be on the lookout and be able to su- subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Spotify, too. And... Let's see what we can make with this one, too, man. I think this one's going to be extra dope. Uh, really dope. Uh, so, I hope y'all rocking with it. So, with all that being said, we're going to get into the first segment, which is a little behind. I planned on launching this last week when the combine was, like, relevant, but I still, like, want to touch on it just for a minute. So, uh, I guess let's get to it, man. Let's talk about the NFL combine. We'll kind of run through it. Just a couple players. Uh then, like I said, man, if you know me, you know I love the NFL. You know I love the offseason, the draft, free agency. Uh, and over the course of this podcast, you also know I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan if you don't buy in. So we're also going to be looking at that angle, too, of like who I want. Uh, of course, the draft, we ain't got no first-round pick this year. So it's going to be Thursday night's going to be kind of boring unless Jerry Jones pulls off something. But uh, we're going to talk about this – about four players from the draft who I want to, or from the combine, I want to touch on. Uh, first of all, it's DK Metcalf. It's obvious the dude's a monster. I mean, you probably seen the pictures. I don't know what they feeding him down in Ole Miss, but something's going on. Uh, now I know like some of the drills weren't up to par for him, like his three cone, you know, and stuff like that. But he did catch the ball well on the gauntlet, and his forty time of four point three three, which is insane. Uh, now, Jacksonville just picked up Nick Cole, Nick Foles, and they have, what, the, like the seventh pick in the draft, I believe, off the top of my head. You got to get him a weapon. And is that weapon going to be D, DK Metcalf? I don't know. Let's see. We'll have to wait and see. But I think with his combine performance, that's definitely jumped him up. Uh, and they need some weapons down there. Now, I mean, their wide receiver core, man, it's – depleted. It's almost as if like they set Blake Bortles up for failure. Uh the second person is Montez Sweat. 
Dude's a basketball player playing football. 6'6", 260. Uh, ran the fastest 40 for a defensive lineman ever at a 4 at a 4.41, which is crazy. Like that's insane. I knew he could test well, but I didn't know he'd run like that. Uh, and if you check his tape up, check his tape out, you can tell it's pretty good too. Uh, hell of a pass rusher. He probably would be on the top 10 player. Like if I had a big board, uh, I wish Dallas could get him, but there's no way in hell. He's lasting to 58. Him, opposite side of Demarcus Lawrence, nasty. Uh, the, other, the other two we're going to touch on is, uh, I think I'm saying it right, but Ja'Kai Polite, edge rusher from Florida. He was probably one of the biggest losers, if not the biggest loser from the combine. Reports surfaced that he said he injured his hamstring at the combine, and the reports are saying like that was bullshit. Uh, a lot of scouts and stuff was reported saying that he uh, interviewed terribly during the media sessions and like one on ones with teams, and teams were disappointed with the showing all around. Uh, and some scouts even think that's why he pulled out of the draft after or a combine with the. Uh, a 4.840 and a 32 inch vertical which ain't I mean I'm it's probably higher than I could jump and faster than what I could run it but for an edge rusher coming off the line it, it, it's 40 speed man it burst is you gotta have it another guy I want to talk about Elijah Holyfield and then like when you look at him and you see the 40 time I mean it was a 4.78 popped up for his official time and like why you would like him to run a little bit faster. He's really he's not a speedster. That's <laughs> a flash reference if anybody out there. Uh he he's more of a a bruiser through the middle. Like he's not the home run threat like you know, like Sony Michelle or Nick Chubb or even his running mate last year with DeAndre Swift. Um You know, and then they talking about he might even fall to being undrafted, which is kinda crazy to me because you would if, just put the tape on. Sometimes you just got to trust the tape. And he's a hell of a player. Um, yeah, you know, so it's. I think people need to like. He's definitely can provide something for an NFL team. Uh, so I'd like to see. Uh, I like to see if he runs his 40 at his pro day. And if if he runs it again to kind of like prove himself. Which I kind of. I hope he does. Because uh, I think he can run a little faster than that. But other than that, the combine notes, I mean, you had guys like Andre Dillard, uh, Garrett Bradbury, um, and Nikhil Harry all had solid showings. Uh, Sheffield, the cornerback from Ohio State, which injured his tricep doing the bench rep, if I'm not mistaken, which you hate to see because uh, he's a good player too. Uh, you know, even Paris Campbell. Uh, I'm naming a lot of wide receivers because I like with Dallas to get one with the departure of Cole Beasley today. Uh, agreeing the turns with Buffalo. But uh, really, Debo Samuel is who I want there. Or uh, So I guess that's all I got really right now on the combine. So next we're going to jump in just NFL in general. Uh, like free agency, man, it's it's been a crazy day uh, with some news going on. So let's, 
Let's jump into that right now. So, jump into the free agency aspect of things. Cleveland is out here making some moves. OBJ, Olivier Vernon, signing Sheldon Richardson. They are out here just, John Dorsey's doing the fucking thing. Doing the damn thing. Uh, they gave up pick 17. Their second, third round pick in Julius Peppers for Odell Beckham Jr. Shit. You do that all day. Uh, and what's really dope is bad is, is just, let me let me run off through the, the weapons on the offense for Cleveland next year. Baker Mayfield, a quarterback. Juice Landry. OBJ. Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt. And if they keep keep Duke Johnson, which they might with the Kareem Hunt situation and probably being suspended. And flipping to the defensive side, you got Denzel Ward, who you drafted the fourth overall last year. Now you got Miles Garrett, Sheldon Richardson, Olivier Vernon, Emmanuel Ogba, and I know I'm forgetting the other defensive tackle. I can't think of his name right now. But, I mean, good God. And with the rest of that division falling apart with Pittsburgh, you know, losing Bell and Brown and Big Ben getting up there in age and Baltimore just letting their defense be depleted by letting Suggs go, Weddle go, CJ Mosley go. I mean, Cleveland's got a damn good shot to win that division next year. Uh, and let's take a minute and like look look at Cleveland's taking advantage of a rookie quarterback on a rookie on a rookie deal, and it's amazing what you can build with a cheap quarterback on your roster. I mean, it's like back when Russell Wilson was on Seattle coming up and when they went to back-to-back Super Bowls, uh, you know, with the Legion of Boom and all that stuff. It's crazy. Like, it don't – I wonder if this is going to change the landscape of, like, how the NFL uh, GMs and, you know, scouts look at things. Or, or maybe, maybe the top dollar for quarterbacks start to go down a little bit and you just try to build on the cheap. Uh, you never know. It's a copycat league. Because, uh, I mean, Dallas should have took advantage of it. The Rams took advantage of it. Uh, let's see. Who else you got? Like, the Eagles took advantage of it with Carson Wentz. Uh, it's it's going to be pretty good to see. Now you got Cleveland in the fold. Uh, Kansas City should. I don't know. I know they still got three years left on Mahomes' rookie deal. Uh, they need the defense, but they did. They did sign Tyron Matthew, though. Uh, they took Damian Wilson from my Cowboys, but uh, let's let's uh, look at Oakland. And like, I'm not really hyped about what they did and pulled off, quote unquote, for Antonio Brown. Like people saying, like how it's amazing how they kept all three first rounders and didn't have to give one of them to Pittsburgh. That's not crazy. Nobody. In a right mind, running the team was going to give up a first-round pick for Antonio Brown. I'm sorry. He's great, but nobody's going to do that. He's on the wrong side of 30. He'll be 31 by the time training camp rolls around, if I'm not mistaken. And 
I mean, history proves that, like, why, why, maybe besides a few cases, that wide receivers over 30 tend to decline a little bit. You know, it's a whole new situation. Antonio Brown was playing with the Hall of Fame quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, you know, he's had that luxury to play with him his entire career. So now we'll see what he can do with Derek Carr. We'll see if they can sign. Uh, I know they was rumored to be getting Tyra Williams from the Chargers, which will be another solid pick pick up for them. Uh, and will maybe let them not be able to draft a wide receiver with one of their first round picks. Uh, you know, but they 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 got a lot of needs, and they got to they got three first round picks, so they'll be able to address some of them. You know, I mean they. They need everything. I mean, they need pass rush, which more than likely they'll address it for, probably with Josh Allen. Uh, you know, they they still need some wide receiver help, running back. Uh, so they got some work to do. And we'll see if Derek Carr can get back to that Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl form. Then they might be fine. But I just I'm, if we're being honest, I'm not really impressed. Uh, you know, and I was pretty upset as a Dallas fan because I really wanted Landon Collins to come down and throw on the star on his helmet. Instead, he went to the Ops and signed with Washington. But he got paid. Uh, the Giants are another team. I don't really know the direction they're doing. Maybe they package 6 and 17 and try to go get Josh Rosen since it looks like the Cardinals are going to take Kyler Murray. You know, so we'll see what's going on there. But as a Dallas fan, I guess since we missed out on Landon Collins, we're waiting to see what Earl Thomas does because we really need a safety. Like we really, it's one of our needs. Uh, I love Xavier Woods, but we gotta we gotta move Jeff Heath out of the starting lineup. Uh, and it 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 was a solid safety class. Of course, a lot of teams have done. Signed a quite quite a couple people, uh, so we'll see what happens with uh, Earl Thomas. And I guess the obvious, let's wait and see what happens with is Le'Veon Bell. What's it? Is that why Baltimore let a lot of them guys go to free up room to sign him? Uh, he's been linked to the Jets. He's been linked to the Texans, the Raiders. Which, if I'm the Raiders, there's no way I'm bringing Bell and Brown. Uh, if they couldn't win a Super Bowl with those two and Ben Roethlisberger, what makes you think they're going to win one in Oakland with Derek Carr? Uh, I don't get it personally. But uh, it's obviously an exciting time for the for the uh, NFL right now with this time leading up to the draft next month. And then you have uh, the official league start. Actually, at the time I'm recording this, it's two hours from right now, March 13th, I believe, when they can start actually making all those deals official. Uh, then you had uh, the Jets. The Jets are making some moves. thought they was going to get C.J. Mosley and Anthony Barr, but Anthony Barr decided to back out and re-sign with the Minnesota Vikings, which if the New York Jets would have got Mosley and Barr and uh, drafted prob probably Quinnen Williams with the third pick, shh. That defense and Greg Williams probably could have made some noise. And you got Jamal Adams in the back. You snag a couple corners. Man, they would have been right back at it. Uh, so, but for right now, I'm going to take a little break.
and we're gonna get back into the next segment. Uh, we're going to touch on the, the Captain Marvel mania, and we're going to talk a little about uh, DC. Uh, so we See, told you, we're going to be talking about a little bit of everything, but uh, I'm going to take a break for a minute, and I'll holler at y'all. Y'all won't know I take a break, but it, it is what it is. All right, I'm back, ready to touch on uh, Captain, Mar Captain Marvel, which, man, we had pre-ordered our tickets for to go see the movie uh the saturday after the first uh release weekend we pull up at the movie the theater parking lot's kind of empty walk up to the door there's everybody standing outside and there's a worker up there the fucking theater ain't got no power i ain't get to see it so i'm still waiting to see it and i was hoping by the time i recorded this that i had already seen it so i could touch on it a little bit but unfortunately i haven't but hopefully the plan is we're going to see it today uh, or when hopefully I've already seen it by the time you heard this podcast. So, but I plan on doing an episode. I plan on bringing one of my homeboys, uh, Mikey, on to talk about it. Uh, it's my comic book, my comic book homie who uh, also a coworker of mine. Uh, I plan on bringing him in, man. We're gonna talk about it. We gonna you know kind of like review the movie in general. Uh, talk about what it means for Marvel going forward. What does what do we think this movie ties into Endgame? About the new Avengers. Um, talking about the ending post-credit scene. Scenes probably so. If you haven't seen it yet, don't listen to that edition. Go see it, then listen to that edition because we probably going to spoil spoil it. So we just. We're just going to give our thoughts, thoughts on like Easter eggs in the movie theater or in the movie. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm, oh man, y'all should, I was so, I was so pissed uh, that day. We had the day planned out and everything. And I just threw a whole rinse in the day. Then on top of that, Louisville lost to Virginia in a game they probably should have won. But, um, but you know, we, I'm a big Marvel fan, but my heart is with Batman and I want DC movies to be so good so bad but I got hope with Suicide Squad 2 and I'm going to tell you why but before you start hating you can't sit up here and act like Wonder Woman wasn't good and Aquaman wasn't good uh, Batman vs Superman trash Justice League trash it all should have been way better than what it was. But I'm Batman at heart. I'm going to defend it. Uh, but now, so I was just looking around on the internet one day. And I seen that Will Smith backed out of playing Deadshot. Uh, but you had Idris Elba taking over for him. And I was like, that's perfect. That's cool. Give me another dope-ass actor in there. Uh, so that alone like had me hyped about it. And then when they hired James Gunn. You know, wrote the script. The directing is huge, cause you know what he's gonna try to do is do the damn thing the best, like Marvel, and help the DC extended universe out. So I'm I'm here for it. Uh, so if they can do that, and they also released the the villains who they think uh, you had Ratcatcher, Polka Dot Man, Peacemaker, and King Shark. Uh, and I like King Shark from the Flash series. So I'm like, if that character's done right, I think it could be a huge, huge success. And James Gunn's gonna try to get Dave Bautista to play the part of Peacemaker, which I think will be another good hit because they already got that experience, and Bautista's been pretty loyal 
uh, to Gunn referring to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and that whole mess when Gunn got fired and all that. So, I think this movie has potential. I really do. And I know potential is just another word for ain't this shit. You know, shout out to Wale for that bar. But I, this movie has it. Like, it really does. Uh, James Gunn is good. He He's going to kill it. Like, I firmly believe that. Uh, and I think they're going to hopefully get everybody else back. Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn and all that. So, it's uh, I'm interesting to see how they incorporate. Uh, and I've also heard good thing about Shaz Shazam from the early viewings. I actually heard it was really good. So, I wasn't particularly excited about that movie. But, obviously, I'm still going to go see it. So, hearing that is good. I can take it because I was I was uh, a little skeptical about Aquaman too when I heard it was good and I went and seen it and I was really impressed with how good it, with how good that movie was. Uh, other than that, you know what I'm saying that's all I got right now. Uh, just the, this is just for the the pilot episode. Uh, it's time to wrap it up. I appreciate you taking some time out, rock with me, listen to me. Hopefully you check out more uh, for future episodes. Remember to catch me on Twitter and IG at Hoodie Craig. Give me a follow. Uh, and also be sure to check out the It's A Rap podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, where you'll be able to check all these out too. I'm going to get a couple of episodes in your note before I upload them. Uh, so if not, check them out on SoundCloud. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll share the links. So make sure you follow me for, you know, you stay current with the news and the updates on what's going on and all that. But I guess it's time to get up out of here. Uh, so until next time, Godspeed.